Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? That's Kane Gang. Welcome, welcome, and good morning, everybody, to another edition of the Kang Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. I uh, appreciate you guys bearing with us last week. Uh, unfortunately, I had, a, I had a death in the family. Um, real, really good, you know, family friend of mine passed away, and we weren't able to uh, record, but we're back. We're ready. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to, you know, recap the uh, NC State game, Bird, but, you know, tonight we're going to talk the pit game, and we got a lot of stuff, you know, to talk about, and so anyway, how's your week going real quick? And Good, uh, let's get started. Good, but uh first and foremost, man, sorry for your loss, man. That's uh it's never easy, man. So Nah, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, kind of a spur of the moment type situation and it happened and uh condolences out to the Flack family, you know. Um good friend of mine used to go to all the games together and um tragic, you know. Obviously, it's just no. life's too short and it's one of the reasons why I try to stay positive because it's just one of those things where I don't want to sit there and have any regrets. So anyway, listen, I got a special guest joining us tonight, and I'm going to bring him right in real quick. It is my dog. Hold on, man. Let me bring him in. Yo. What's up, my boy? Yo. What's up, 5'6"? <laughs> How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. You still got that beard growing. Come on, man. I ain't going to never stop that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to hop on with us here on the Kang Gang Radio Show. You know, it, it's been a minute since I've seen you. And, you know, again, congrats. You know, you're getting ready to have twins. I mean, there's a lot yeah. going on in your life, bro. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on. Uh, yeah, like you said, bro, I got the twins. You know, I got two twin girls on the way. Uh, they doing um, December, the beginning oh. of December. So, actually, we got like a month left. And, uh, you know, I'm still playing. I'm in uh, Canada right now. Yes, sir. You at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, right? Yes, sir. I mean, there's some cats. I was look, kind of looking at their uh, their roster. You know, people like Matthew Thomas, who played at Booker T, who went up to FSU. Like, there's a lot of yeah. cats. Um, I think Nick Marshall, who was a quarterback at Auburn. Yeah. Like, so it, it's good to see, you know, it's good to see people still continuing with their dreams, whether or not being the NFL or the CFL. At least for you're sure. still playing ball, you know what I mean? Nah, for sure. I think it, for me, it just was, a, you know, opportunity to get back to ball. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, get back to ball, you know, give me some film. You know what I mean? I ain't had no film in two years, so I still right. got to show. You know, I still got, you know, I still can do what I can do. You so know, let me ask you. Experience, though. Yeah, let me ask you this. So when you go to the CFL, are you, if, if I'm not mistaken, you have to have a two-year contract with the CFL? Is, is that how that works? Has that changed? No, I think I, that's changed. I think um, I think now, like, majority of guys are signing, like, a one-year. They do, like, a one-year contract with a second-year option. Okay. So I think I'm on a one-year with a second-year option. So if I have, you know, if they, it's their option to pick me back up, you know what I mean? If, uh, if like, if I stay in the CFL, but if I leave, then, you know, it doesn't matter. So, I mean, obviously, you know, there, there's a lot to talk about. Obviously, you know, we're talking about UM, and, you know, we're, we're getting right back on that upper swing. Obviously, this year kind of isn't yeah. where us fans and maybe alumni had expected, but the last couple of weeks we see some progress. But I want to get into talking to you a little bit. Um, obviously being, you know, recruited by, I mean, we're going back Al Golden and Mark D'Onofrio days, right? Like, yeah. let, let's take it back there. And, and obviously you, you know, you have some boys with you, you know, we talk about Shaq, talk about McLeod and listen, we love five, three, like we, like best move for him. 
sitting out, you know, and, and playing DN. But talk to me about the whole transition. Obviously, you you turned down offers from Florida, LSU, Arkansas, a lot of SEC schools. What made you want to come to Miami? Uh, I mean, you know, growing up, you know, around the time I was a little child, I started, you know, see what was going on. You know, y'all, that's when, you know, UN was, you know, in power. Like, the early 2000s was a time that, you know, Miami was still hanging on to all that success they had, and they were still thriving. So, I mean, my first jersey well, was a Kane jersey, you know what I mean? And then I was born in the area, you know, and I was born in Miami. The majority of all my family is in Miami, so you kind of got that feeling, you know what I mean? I knew who Ray Lewis was before. You know what I mean? I knew what an actual linebacker was. So uh to me, um to me it was everything. You know what I mean? It was everything that I ever wanted to accomplish, you know. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted, you know, I just want to see how that felt. You know, what I mean I wanted to put that jersey on, I wanted to put that helmet on. And uh when I got the opportunity to do it, it, you know, nothing else was on my mind. You know, what I mean my mind was already made up, you know. I don't like to play them type of games, but I remember in high school, man. You used to wear them headbands, man. You you had them UM headbands on there. Like you were you weren't wavering, man. You you were you were Let through and through. You, you wanna know you wanna know how I made that? Talk to me. <laughs> I took the 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 arm sleeves, like I take a couple of the boys' arm sleeves and I cut it. I cut around it and just leave a head cap and then you can make like I you find like where to use that and you can put it like right there. <laughs> they sell those things now. Yeah. <laughs> You should have patented that back. You should have patented right. that, Mike. Man, listen, I <laughs> might be making money off it. it. <laughs> I was not thinking about it. So let me ask you. So first of all, how's your mom doing? I, I see your mom's traveling. She was just in Jamaica. Obviously, look, yeah. we love Kane's mom, fifty six, right? Like you know, she's been around, man. We love her. You know, we miss her. We miss all you guys. I mean, obviously, we still go to the games. We still, you know, Kane walk all that other stuff. But how's the family doing? Family good, man. Like you said, my mom, she's been doing a lot of traveling. You know what I mean? She's getting out. She's having the time of her life. And, you know, I'm happy for her. I'm glad And what about little sister? Little sister. I see she had a birthday, right? She had a birthday not too long ago, 16th birthday? Yeah, yeah. She had a real good birthday. We did something big for her. We had, uh, you know, we had a car wrapped in, um, it's like a little purple. It's like a purple wrap. You know what I mean? She wanted, no, I'm sorry, not purple. Pink. Pink. I'm talking about purple. (laughs) Yeah, she had a little pink wrap. She wanted it wrapped pink. And I, you know, I know a guy in town. You know, he did a good job. So, um, you know, she's going, she's doing good. Though she's doing good in school. She's on the dance team. So she's doing good. Man, that's good. So let me talk to you a little bit about um some of your playing time. Obviously, 2016. You know, again, we hear about you know Michael Pinkney, Shaq Quarterman, and Zach McLeod, yeah. three freshmen starting at the University of Miami. Like, what did that make you feel like coming into there, knowing as three freshmen? Three guys who never wavered on their commitment, especially with a coaching change. Yeah. What was your what was your mindset and how'd that make you feel? I mean, um, I mean, going in, you know, it was it, it wasn't a I ain't gonna say it's surprising me, but it wasn't it wasn't something that I thought was gonna be, you know, a thing. You know what I mean? I, I expected to go in and 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 you know, at least sit down for a year or two, you know what I mean, just get acclimated with everything that was going on. So but when it, you know, when it was starting to happen, I, you know, I kind of noticed what it was, and I didn't understand even then how big of a, a thing that was. You know, what I mean, a lot of people were talking about it, but I didn't, I didn't care if I was a freshman, sophomore, senior. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, I, I looked at myself as a football player, but you know, that's that's uncommon. Yeah, you know I mean, that's that's real uncommon. You have three of them. You know what I mean? You got three guys who just, you know, what I mean, just in high school a couple months ago, starting. You know what I mean? Around guys that's three year vets, four year vets. You know what I mean? Fifth year senior. So 
it was definitely um it was definitely a you know a big uh culture change you know and you talk about some of the upperclassmen you know you look at mike smith you look at do you know you yeah. look at some of the other guys that were ahead of you obviously you guys had that potential to really do something great obviously you and shaq your freshman year espn freshman all-americans i mean there's yeah. nothing more you can ask for that right um yeah. But but then as you progressed in, in twenty you know twenty you know seventeen twenty eighteen twenty nineteen you know can can you talk obviously like you can say whatever you want you don't have to answer questions but like obviously playing for Coach Rick for a couple of years and having Manny Diaz as your DC like how did you like the defense that Manny called were, were you a proponent of it were you not a proponent of it or, or what was your take on defense? Um, I mean, the defense spoke for itself, bro. I mean, um, I, you know, unless it's changed now, I think Diaz is still, you know, calling the play, whatever. He's not, yeah, think about it. Even if he's a head coach, he's always going to be a defensive-minded guy. You know what I mean? He's going to, you know, defensive coaches don't really go down and offer their check on it and sit in on meetings, but that's not they laying. Like, this right. defense is where I made my bread and my money. So, you know, with us, he was always handing on the defense, and it's not a, it's not a hard scheme. You know what I mean? He, um... I think with him, you know, something, something that's real big with him is he, he's into numbers. You know what I mean? He's in the numbers. He's this percentage. You know what I mean? At this percentage that we do these, you know, certain amount of things, right? You know, we, sh we should be able to win a game. We should have a successful defensive game. Uh, however many three and outs you want. So it was something that he he helped me understand, you know, be a football player mentally is more than physically in a sense. So I, I enjoyed it, bro. It wasn't, it wasn't like it was complicated and he didn't throw a lot of things at us. He was like, listen. Learn the basics, run you know, run, hit, and tackle. You know what I mean? That, you know, that defense, we don't we don't play that many coverages. Did you find <laughs> it fun? Did you find it fun to play in that defense? Yeah, I, it was fun because at the wheel, like you know, the mic had a little bit more responsibility in the wheel than the wheel. You know, the wheel, I was always relating the two. And I could play with that a little bit because sometimes my two is a fullback, and if you know, I know I'm better than him athletically, I could take a chance and he might be in a flat. I know I can go catch him. So it's just little things like that. Once you understand what's going on and that whole, you know, that whole, but you know, you got to have guys with speed, you know what I mean, in every position. We always you, have guys in every position with speed. You know, so so one thing I wanted to ask you about is obviously, you know, you talked about like Ray Lewis. So obviously, you know, as you're coming through, you're coming up, you're coming in a couple of years right after like Denzel. Um, yeah. But Miami's always had linebackers. So, the camaraderie and a brotherhood, and we talk about this all the time. Like I feel like there's no other brotherhood like the University of Miami. Now, yeah. for for some alumni, like that can mean something different sometimes. And you know, you had tweeted out something, you know, a couple of weeks ago that kind of sparked some attention about like the old heads. You know, some of them not coming back and helping and things like that. But yeah. you, as a linebacker, you look at like John Beeson, Tavares Gooden, Denzel, Jonathan Vilma, Dan Morgan, like, you know, you, you name those names. What was it like, or were you able to like learn from them and talk to them and get some feedback from them? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, nah, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think, uh, just that camaraderie, you know, they built with us is, um, that's something, you know, that's going to last for a long time. And my guys, you know, all them guys you named off from the – DJ. Peace and the, the DJ, the, the, the Vilma. You know what I'm saying? The Denzel, me and Denzel probably talk every day. So, um, and he's balling right now. At, at no, Vegas. bro, listen. <laughs> it's so crazy. Listen, it's crazy you say that because, listen, he was, so he was in Carolina, you know what I mean? And um, Short you know stint I mean? in he, Carolina. He, he, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just a little short stint of Carolina. He getting his house together and everything. And I'm like – 
I'm like, you know, your boy, uh, your, your, your DC and your uh, linebacker coach is over with the Raiders now. I told him, I said, you're going to end up in Oakland. I told him this, like, when we was sitting down at Kiki's on the river, when he was trying to decide, I said, you going to go to the Raiders, bro. Like, it's going to happen. Like, that's an ideal situation for you. You know what I mean? It looked Real like, talk. You know, they, I think the trade that the Panthers made, they got a low pick for, for him. Like, it was, they got a, you know what I mean? They thought they got a deal. Denzel be balling, you know, and, and so we talk about this on the show a lot too. You know, obviously I go back a long time. You know, I've been going to the game since the early nineties and I've seen some really great teams. I've seen some mediocre teams, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But there's always something about that brotherhood that always stands out to us, you know, and whether or not you, everybody agrees with how, former alumni communicate with each other and things like that. That has nothing to do with us fans, right? That's between you yeah, guys, for sure. you know, but you know, looking back at our linebackers now, I just want to ask you this. And again, you don't have to answer this, but obviously our linebackers now, you know, Zach moves and puts his hand in the ground. And I think that was a phenomenal move for him to be able to go and put his hand in the ground. You know, he like did what is, coming. He, he did correct. Before. Last year, last year, he, you know, I think the bowl I'm game that he's cool. Oh, correct. Correct. He did. Yeah, high school. Yeah. High school. He was a, a in the, you know, hand in the dirt coming off the edge type of guy. And he moved to stand up. Linebacker, now, yeah. you know, I think, you know, he's always, he could play both, but I feel like down that his hand in the dirt, that's we. And he had a great game last week against Pitt. Had a, had a great game. How, how, how do you wait? How do you rate our linebackers or what can our linebackers do better than what they're doing now? Um, but yeah, I, you got to understand too. You got a lot of you know. You got a, you got a lot of younger guys in that room. Look, well, not not young, but I'm saying playing experience wise. You know, you got a lot of guys. You know who ain't really played that much ball. Like Corey Flag. What? He, what? What is his second year? Yeah, that's his second year. You know what I mean? So he's still, you know, he's still been, you know, becoming a player that he need to be. You, who else? You got? You got Wayman Steve. You got Bradley, Bradley Jennings. You know, they older guys, and they've been. You know, I know uh, Wayman. He's been going through some. You know injury injury things yeah. throughout his career, and he's just starting to come out and you know do what he got to do. But I think all the guys are talented, man. I think I just seen them all do it. You know, right. what I mean, everybody yeah. besides the younger dudes, I ain't really watched like that. But the ones that I know, they got it. I just think that um, I think they got to understand that it's them now. You know, it's always been an older crew in there to you know regulate and you know that's who the guy. But you don't really have a. The oldest guy in that room, probably Bradley Jennings now. Bradley Jennings. Bradley, yeah. You know what I mean? And them guys sat down for a while and then you know, played. So I think now they had to realize that, you know, they the leaders going forward and they got to set that standard. Well, what's funny, though, you say that is like they're younger guys and they're still learning to come in your own. And then I go back to you and Shaq being freshman All-Americans. You know what I mean? So it's it like So it's funny you say that because look, Mike, I ain't gonna lie to you. I wrote down names, right? So look, yeah. on your D line, you know, Jared Willis, Joe Jack, uh, Jonathan Garvin. I mean, again, you had Bandy, Mike Jack, Jaquan, Red Wine. You had all them guys surrounding you. Chad, Trent Harris, you got it. RJ you had a squad, RJ, you know, Kendrick. Yeah. So, and, and makes your D line. <laughs> and it's, cra it's crazy, bro, when you think about those names and, yeah. and kind of where people are now, right? You know, For sure. it, 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 it's crazy that you say that. Um, that's a little different, though. Yeah, that's different when you you a freshman and you, you know, you got them people around you that you can do things that, you know what I mean? If I had a younger, you know, D line, uh, DB, DB room that I, you know, I might not be able to make all these plays that I'm making. Do you think that it's important 
for a linebacker to have legitimate defensive tackles to, to, to take on guards and centers to help you guys roam the field? Yeah, I think because you got to understand what kind of defense we're in. We're in a defense of, of, of this is by speed. It's not about power. That defense is about speed. You know what I mean? We got power too. But all like look at all our players we never had. We didn't have like no, you know, Chad Thomas, them guys were big, Russo. But as far as the inside, like we got undersized inside dudes. All them yeah. guys are fast, they strong, but you know what I mean, size wise, they they not the 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 ideal size, but they got speed. You know what I mean? We we wasn't the ideal size linebackers, but we got speed. Right. You know what I mean? So Everything about that flows when everybody's strong and fast. You ain't got to be the biggest guy. You know what I mean? It's not a weight room type of thing, but it's more of a speed type of thing. And we 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 led the league in in what sacks and tackles were lost uh, on numerous occasions while I was there. So I think uh, you know that just you know that that tells what kind of team you are. Right, right. So let's do this, Mike. We got to go to a quick break since we're on national radio. We have to allow time for our sponsors. Give us about 15 seconds. We're going to come back and chop it back up with Mike Pinkney, number 56, uh, alumni, University of Miami, current Saskatchewan Rough Rider over in the CFL. Give us a minute. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailo. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your Social Security number or bank account or send money in any form cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva contra la caballota, la reina y mi cuy. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. 
with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're back here on the Kang Gang Radio Show. We got Dirty Bird over there in the 772. I'm over here in the 954, as always. And we got Mike. I don't even know where Mike's at. Mike, you up in Canada? <laughs> okay. Are you are you in Canada? Well, Mike mute us. <laughs> He's got some audio issues right now. Sure, <laughs> I'll pop back up here in a second. There we go. You back with us? You hear me? Yeah, yeah. So okay. so Mike, I just said that, you know, birds up in the 772, which is poor St. Lucie. I'm over here in Broward. You know, are you up in Canada right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Canada right now. Man, Canada got that strong Wi-Fi, bro. <laughs> Man, listen, that's good Wi-Fi over there. He has the best, best Wi-Fi any guests we ever had. <laughs> yeah. So you said that, you know, you said that one of your first jerseys was like a Ray Lewis jersey, right? Yeah. So listen, I'm a, I'm a huge collector of jerseys. Huge collector. Know let, me know if you know, let me know if you know about this one right here. Yeah, yeah, I signed it too, didn't I? Right, I don't got this one ain't signed though, baby. Look at this one. No, I guess. <laughs> you know, I got to get that one like lit up. So, you know, <laughs> it was a pleasure always getting to to see you. I mean, listen, you were all, you always took time to come and hang out with the fans. You know, you didn't shy away from you know you didn't shy away from that. You always seemed like you you cared about the fans. Was playing at Miami, and you know, you know how the fans can be. That's why social media is social media. But how did you how did you feel with the fans? Were the fans treat you like treat you good with respect? And you know, tell me a little bit about that. You know how that go. I mean, you know, um, I mean everybody, every fan I like you. You know what I mean? You, I, you know, I respect you and I like you a whole lot just because you're always genuine, and I think you always wanted the Kings to do well. And you actually cared about the program. That's why you know. I, that's why I jumped on this interview like this here with you. You know what I mean? I respect you to the most, and you know. Through them four years, you know, your feelings always stayed the same no matter where we was at as a team. I think you wanted us, you know, you, you pointed out the real, but at the same time, I think it was always a positive with you when it came to us, and that's what I always respected. So, but um, I think our fan base was up and down, bro. I mean, at one point, you know, some of the fans, I didn't like, you know, I don't like, I don't like fake people. Man. I don't like people that, you know, social media type people that are say things on social media, but you know, soon I'm winning, you should have told a different way about you. That's not a real fan. That's a groupie. You know what I mean? When I'm winning, we so, you know what I mean? When I'm winning and everything is going great, then, you know, you hear, 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 and more, 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 more. But when we lose and you don't feel the same that you felt, of course, I know winning feeling, you know, makes people different, but don't, you know what I mean? They talking, you know, as some, you know, you see so many people talking about 18 year old kids, 17, 16. I mean, some of them 17, and he's some of these, all these kids ain't got mental, you know, the mental capacity to take on some of these fans. They, some of them actually look at, you know, what you know what fans say and take that yeah. to heart. I've never really been that guy, so I don't have that problem, but I'm not, you know what I mean? There's hundreds of kids going through that, that team, of, you know, a year. You know what I mean? They keep rotating, they cycling, and everybody's not going to be like that. So that's what I ain't really like out the fans, but as far as, you know, pulling up, yeah, y'all gonna pull up. It don't matter where we at, though. Y'all gonna come through. Oh, you already know, man. Listen, I'm gonna come through and take over, take over a town, a, you know, a little city, whatever. Y'all coming? So I did respect that about y'all. But you know, I had, you know, I had great moments with the fans. I Man, I can't say I don't love the fans because that'd be a lie. I do love the fans. Um, you know, they helped me become. You no, know, they watched me grow, so I can't do nothing but respect. Take your, you got take, your uh, you're on mute. Take, you're on mute, you big dummy. 
Take take your mute button. There you go. You what am I dummy. doing today, man? You big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is what's really crazy is now with social media, I mean, you know, the entitlement that people feel to slide in, in DMs and things yeah. and send stuff. I mean, you know, some of the current players have, have, have shown us screenshots of some of just the yeah. horrific How things that get sent. Now you talk to like, a 17-year-old like that. Come on. You, right. These don't be young dudes. These be 40-year-old kids. Like, you got kids my age. Yeah. You, know, you got like, kids my age. Why are you DMing me? You DMing yeah. me talking about how you feel and now listen, man, you need to go you know, get your coaching license, man. Come out there and you know, put us in order with us, man. <laughs> Shit, come help me. Come help me fix my problems. Yeah. So um, I'll see if I can show this to you. One of my favorite pictures, Mike. And you, I'm going to see if you can see it. Hold on. See it. Yeah, I remember that one. I know, yeah. yeah Bro, that was, I, listen, Oxbridge, like Oxbridge at the spring, you know, spring game. Tournament. Correct, yeah. bro. Like, I think I'm the only one that's got all three of you guys together. Yeah. Like, like to me. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, it's like, you know, to me, I try to say this multiple times. I'm just a fan. My job is to yell, scream, cheer, support, you know, to, to give encouragement to, to, to the team. Win or lose, like, at the end of the day, I still got to go to work on, on Monday morning. For sure. You know? So, like, all I want to do is be able to, you know, support the team. Now, do I get frustrated sometimes? And not necessarily sure. at the players. I get more frustrated at the coaches because I think – they don't put players in the right positions or things like that, but I can't blame kids. At the end of the day, I'm not out there trying to tackle, trying to catch, trying to run. Like that's not on me. Right. So that's where I think the fan base is kind of out of control. And that goes for any team and, and any fan base. I just, you know, all your Monday morning quarterbacks, they want to sit and second guess all this stuff, you know, but at the end of the day, I want to see every single kid that comes to the university of Miami, like succeed, not just on football, but in life, right? because I think that's important. You know, it's to me that's just important. Like, look at this. In less than a month or in a month, you're gonna be a father now. Like, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have thought that five years ago when you stepping yeah, on campus, like, man, I'm gonna be a dad. <laughs> I ain't think that two years ago. What you mean? <laughs> I know that, man. It's crazy though, man. So I do want to ask you some questions. I want to ask you about one of your most memorable games at the University of Miami. Now, look, I got I got a memory, like one of my favorite of you. But I want to hear from you. What is one of your most or some of your most memorable moments playing at the University of Miami? Something that, that what is it like football wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like favorite game, favorite, you know. Um, to me, what's your what's your what was your most memorable game at the University of Miami? Memorable game, probably that Florida State game. 2018. Bro. Yeah, nah, it's on my list. I was if I could find it. Hold on, where is that? Nah. Uh, right here. Yeah. It says 2018 yeah. versus FSU. The yeah. comeback. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, that would uh that probably be my top one. That one, Notre Dame, um, twenty seventeen. Yep. Notre Dame. Uh, I was up there. Well, no, that was home. That was home. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was home. Yeah, it was here in Miami. It was Miami to my head. Correct. Uh, yeah, it was. I had some games, bro. I mean, that first Florida State game, the way we lost. You know what I mean? That that environment was crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, bro, this is. Like, I'm really in the shit right now. Like, that stadium was rocking. I was like, I ain't never. Like, you know, the rest of the other games, we had some big games that year. But that was like, and that's when they was a powerhouse. That They were still in, you know, them playoffs. You know what Correct. I mean? So, it was, uh, that was a time, too. I had some, you know, I had some moments, bro. I had some moments that, uh, you know, I still think about. You know, I got reminders that, you know, it's pictures of just to remind me of those times. So, I definitely had a time. You know, you, you actually played – 
you know, when you look at it, you know, from your freshman to your junior year, I mean, you, you balled. I mean, there's no debating. You and Shaq balled out there. Obviously, the records don't reflect, you know, how well the team did because, yeah. I mean, you know, again, 2017 got all the way up to number two, went up to pit, had a really bad game up there. And that wasn't on the defense. I think we only gave up 10 points or 14 points. So that really wasn't on the defense. Offense just couldn't move the ball, right? You know, but the team, team collectively, because, you know, they wasn't really, but they was like the worst in the division that year. <laughs> They were the worst. Like we were, like, we didn't, we lost that on us. We were bullshitting. We was like, oh, ain't no way, ain't no way they gonna lose to these people. You know, what I mean, we was in a hotel. We, yeah, we just wasn't that game. We wasn't there. We felt like we finna go to the playoffs. You know that. Well, year, we and that's the time. thing, right? Yeah, and it was like fourteen games at that point. We didn't lose from the end of twenty sixteen all the way to the end of that next year. So we like, bro, we can't lose. Yeah, and it's I mean, the team to do it. Yeah, because think about it, right? Your freshman year, you win the first four, then you lose the next four, then you win the next five. You know, you beat West Virginia in the bowl game. You know, and then, again, 2017 comes around, and, you know, you got a new quarterback. Malik comes in. You know, he's leading the offense. And then, obviously, you go to the last game of the season and then lose to Pitt. Then we go to to the ACC championship game and just kind of get destroyed up there by Clemson. And then, look, but but then, you know, like, to me, like, even going to the bowl game in the Orange Bowl against Wisconsin, right, a couple things – I think changed the momentum of that game. My, the defense sure. was phenomenal. Like the pick that Malik threw in a little bubble screen going to Barrios was kind of a, they a game changer. Plays, they did. They made some plays on Wisconsin team. Like when the damn receiver, <laughs> like deep is in, he caught a, you know what I mean? He caught, he caught like an interception. He just, oh, he, yeah. He, well, that was Casey. I think that was Casey McDermott who missed the block. And the next thing you know, that, that big white boy just snagged the ball. Yeah, Van Ginkle or – Then the dude caught the, the, the back corner shot with his one yeah. hand on the field. I see they making plays out here. What you, Bird, what you pulling? You pulling up the pick against, against – Yeah, man, field? you know what? That that Florida State game, man, I, I had to pull it back up for him here, man. Let me see and, it. You know, I always remember this play right here, man. Reading it, reading it. Oh. Look at him. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, and I'm going to – Bro, that play, they ran that play early in the game like two times, but they end up bringing two blockers. Two blockers was free on me because we didn't have, like, we had three down instead of four. So when they we put four down, man, listen, I said, one guy not going to come block. <laughs> I said, this one, this one fast slow. <laughs> so I, I, I got to ask you, though, Mike, how come you didn't house that? Because I got tripped, bro. <laughs> see, everybody don't see it. Everybody, everybody want to ask me that question, like, what happened? I said, bro, dude, the office alignment that I ran past, he pushed me slightly in the back and my momentum was already going. I said, I gotta catch this ball for sure. I said, I can't miss this one. I like I'd rather catch the ball and turn it over versus uh you know, try to think about the you know, touchdown and end up dropping the ball. At that moment though, I knew we were winning that game. For sure. Man. I, I knew we were winning that the moment. quarter. And I said we got too much to, you know, it's too many things we we can fix. You know what I mean? We yeah. We losing the wrong fight right now. We kicking the ass, but we just we but I, but I gotta ask you. I think it was your high school teammate, DJ Matthews. Yeah, we punt we punt to him and he houses it. I'm like, yeah, well, I, don't, I told him all week. I said, but don't kick him the ball. He just was. He just he's in uh, Indiana right Indiana. now. He's he's balling out. He uh, he hurt himself. He, he got like a yeah. season in the injury, but um, he's doing his thing. But nah, I told him. I said, bro, don't kick that ball to him. <laughs> don't kick that ball to him. All he do is run and cut, and this is what he wants. I say, yeah. and this is the perfect game to show what he can do. And he did. I, I saw that, and I'm like, oh man! So, you see him almost throw that. He was the one that threw the the, the pass. Correct. His foot no. was over the line, but he the one that he, he used to play quarterback too. So he 
so so talk to me so talk to me about the beginning of that game like during warm-ups you guys are yeah. walking back to the tunnel because i would actually was on the field doing we were getting ready to do the american flag right so we did the american flag and then we were getting ready to head back off the field next thing i know i see a big old like jumble pile over there in the west yeah. end zone like what, what was that about because you know we got to walk to so to get back to that locker room i, I you know i think is it's across the, the field you know yeah. what i mean it's across the field and they got to walk through the middle so it just you know you 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 might bump into somebody, you know, they going back, we going back, and you know, you say something, I say something. Oh, you know, I know you you know, all us, you know, majority of us know each other. We didn't play each other since Pop Warner. So it's like yeah. I know who you is besides a handful of dudes. You know, it just you started getting that robbery talk, man. Everybody know how big this game is. That's why, you know, dudes are try to like, you know, certain years when we real good and they not so good, they try to bet me like, oh, bet this, bet that. Like, listen, bro. You, this game could go either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of them games that I don't care how good this team is or how good this team is. It's always going to be one of them neck and neck. You know, the better team going to pull out in the end, but, you know, it ain't never over in this one. Go ahead, Bert. No, I was going to say, so, you know, since you're up in Canada right now, I mean, are you watching every game every Saturday? I mean, are you still you know, having I've been playing. You know, I'm, I'm, IR, I'm on one game IR this week, but – um. Oh no, nah, I've been playing, so I ain't really been, you know, able to watch them. You know, we play on like Fridays, Saturdays, um, certain days. You know what I mean? Whatever day it is, but you know, I, I rarely get to catch them. You know, I get to catch the score and the highlights, but sit down and really watch the game. I don't know. I ain't really watched no game this year. Besides, do you talk? Alabama, I caught a little bit. So, uh, do you talk to anybody on the team right now? I mean, is there anybody you still talk to? Yeah, you got to think. About all them is, you know, all them was 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 freshmen when I damn they weren't freshmen. They probably were like sophomores and. Yeah. yeah, I know majority of them starters. Yeah, I talk. You know, my, my grandson plays for them right now. Oh man, you funny. Zach McLeod. That's my grandson. <laughs> yeah. That's so, an old man. Listen, listen. Can you know how you be saying that? Look, look. Here, my son. You know all this other yeah. stuff. Like I, I be calling Zach my grandson, bro. I'm like, you know what, man. Listen, man. Zach is old. Man, Zach is an old man. I said, man, I'm more children you playing with. You I love that kid, man. Listen. Yeah. That kid is one of the most humblest kids you'll for ever sure. meet in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah, you know. For sure. And like being in college, bro. I said, why you keep? I said, you keep going back to school. I'm like, you been patching. You got everything. You got every degree possible. <laughs> you got your masters, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, bro, it ain't enough school, and he love it, bro. He loved doing all. And no girlfriend. Man, I said, you living. I said, you know, now that I think about it, I said, he living. He ain't got to. He ain't got to worry about nothing. All he got to do right now is go to class. And make sure he go to practice. He good. So, but now nah, he, he's a he great kid, man. He, he great he, guy. Great guy. I can't even say brother. I can't even say a great kid anymore. He's a man. Like he, listen, he, he, and family little, too. He's in look every little small little just little community thing you can. I yeah. said, listen, I'm not joining mm-hmm. all these community things that you going to. Like you like going to all these community service. Things. I'm you know I'm big on community, but I'm not going to every one. Like he goes to everyone. Like I'm like, I, that he got that. nothing else to do. I mean, literally, he has <laughs> nothing else to listen, do. Go home, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you just you keep just want you want to go to every little puppy, little puppy, uh, rescue puppy mission. I'm not going on the, the rescue puppy mission with you, dog. So let me ask you this: Besides football, what other sports you get into? When I was younger, yeah. Oh man, I'm you know I'm just I'm a sports dude. Period, bro. I thought I was 
going to the NBA at one point when I was a kid. Boy, I was it. You know what I mean? I had the whole setup. I had the elite socks. I had the, I had LeBron's. I had the Jordans and the haircut. Oh, you know, my word. And then, I, you know, I started playing AAU basketball, and you go all around the country, play dudes from Memphis and Tennessee, mm-hmm. out of the country, you know what I mean? And you start realizing, like, yeah, it's not going to be for you. This ain't it. Yeah, this, this ain't your this ain't your sport. You only scoring like ten points a game. This dude scored fifty. Yeah, this. So is not I, I played AAU ball. I played against Vince. Like Vince was a different animal, man. So Vince Carter. Yeah, yeah. It, it's no, just it, a different animal. I, I, I play a lot. I mean, my junior year, I was a top five percent in 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 the uh, in the country. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but this is this is like I had a forty two inch vertical back then. Like oh, that like ain't, I can, yeah, that ain't get you nowhere. You was a shooter. Both though, but I, I come out of nowhere and just throw that. You know, listen, I, I nut, I nuts all in your mouth, bro. I come up right over top of you and just boom it. Yeah, we should have got you in the in the weight room a little bit. We can we can fix that. <laughs> hey, so real quick, Bird, we, we have to go to break. We got we got to go yep. to break. We're, we'll come back and finish up with Mike. So all take right, us a break. You're listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here, hanging out with Mike Pinkney on Sirius XM Slam Radio Channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then you oh, give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. 
allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn stronger because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction see if you're always winning then you don't really understand what it is to win you, you got to take those losses you got to take those hits there's got to be the valleys the peaks the ups the downs in order for you to when it does happen you go wow you know this is what it's all about on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back. That was a quick break. You know, again, we, we can't keep, you know, our guests, you know, away too long. You know, they got prior engagements. You know, they might want to go. So so is Mike back with us or is he – Mike, you back with us? Let's see. Well, Mike, Mike, you back? Let's see. You get me? Yeah, yeah, you back. Got him out. Right. You get me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Mike, where, where – I can't where, hear y'all. You, you can't hear me? Let's see. See if he comes back. We gotta find out. We gotta find out where he's at. Yeah, he'll pop back in. Yeah, Bro, he's, Mike- he's great, man. So, so I gotta, I gotta tell the listeners as we're waiting everyone to come out now. Usually, Co and I will go and we'll, you know, coordinate our guests and whatnot. But uh, this time, he wouldn't even tell me. So I, had, I, had to, I didn't know that Mike was coming on until yeah. he popped up in the room, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I gotta keep, I gotta keep it on the secret, man. You know, I can't yeah, tell, tell everybody who the guests are. I don't do this for everybody. No question. That's my dog. So, Mike, I gotta ask you this: Where the heck is Saskatchewan? Like, where do you play at? What what city? Man, it's uh, it's Regina. It's it's, uh, it's what? Regina, yeah. Man. <laughs> we, we out here, man. We, we really out here, man. It's it's not a game. It's serious. We really out, like we, we. I ain't never been here before. Listen, when I when they told me Canada, I'm thinking, okay, I go to Canada, you know, get myself together. Toronto, okay. Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, it is all the big city, Vancouver. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go out there do my thing. And when I get off the plane, <laughs> it's a sad moment, boy. It's dry, dust on the car. I said, yeah, this ain't gonna be. And it was cold. It was cold in like August, September. It was kind of cold. I was like, that. Bird, where <laughs> is Regina? Well, uh, I'm actually gonna bring it up for you right now. Here we go. 
You ain't never heard of that, have you? Oh, my gosh. I've heard of I've, I've definitely heard of the Rough Riders. I've been a, uh, yeah, a CFL fan. But right here is Regina. Yeah. Oh, my word. There we go. Right next to Moose Jaw. <laughs> Man, we, know, we right next to Moose Jaw. Yeah. Yeah. But no, listen, they big on football out here, bro. Like the Riders, we we like, we it. You know what I mean? In Canada, we it. You know, I mean, not in Canada, but in this, like, this town, this city, man, you know, it's a real, it's bigger, but it's it's kind of small. Like, everybody kind of know everybody in that type of sense. But um, I feel like, in a sense, you know, it was a perfect place for me to, you know, just, you know, do what I got to do, bro. You know, I don't, you know, I can't, ain't nowhere to go, ain't nothing to do. You know, everything, you know, I'm here for is predicated on football. So, yeah. Obviously, you got a game tomorrow, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down, I'm down this week, though. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, so end goal is obviously, you know, playing the CFL, try to get another opportunity to go to the NFL. Yeah. Obviously, you had a stint in New England. I think you went to, to Chicago yeah. uh, for, for a little bit. Um, if you had your dream opportunity to play in the NFL, like, again, this is just hypothetical, where would you like to play at? What would be your favorite place to play? Um, Don't say Jacksonville. Nah, I, say that. I mean, Jacksonville would be a good situation. They, you know what I mean? That's that's like you living a dream. Shaq living a dream right oh, now. One hundred percent. You Jacksonville kid, everybody know. And then you live, you ain't even all seen. You gotta go nowhere. So Jacksonville would be a good city. Uh, I ain't never really had an ideal team, bro. I think I was more so. I'm with who you know who want me. You know who want me in the organization. So I never, you know what I mean? Because NFL chain like college. You know college gonna stay consistent because of the passion behind it but you know once you know once you cross that line and you you take that professional tag you know it's it's, it's a different game you've been you're in a business now this ain't nothing you know a lot of this i here ain't persuaded off passion you know what i mean some of this is about a dollar you know right. so you know you take the love about the game so you know one year the team might be this way and the next year they not you know i just never really been like a, oh i got my nfl team but you know i'm i'm with whoever want me no, that makes sense. You know, speak, speaking of Jacksonville, you think about it, right? Shaq's over there. Rayshon's over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brandon Linder's over there. Casey yeah. McDermott's over there. I think Duke ended up, you know, going over there. Like, yeah. you know, they, they, they got some ballers up there from the U, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, I didn't have some guys. You remember uh, Big Calais was over there. Once. Big Calais nope. was there. Even yeah. – uh, Oh man, pop socks. Uh, oh yeah, Marquez, 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 Marquez. 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 Yeah, <laughs> you know, over there for a little bit. Nah, that, that, they just wouldn't never get me. I know they wouldn't never get me. <laughs> they, 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 they ain't give you an opportunity. Yeah, they gonna be scared to do something like that. There, when I, I was at the combine, they asked me like just about the, you know, cause my city, my my high school in the middle of the hood. So yeah, it's five minutes from the the the, the you know the stadium. So wow. you know, I guess that kind of scared them teams like that. You know, when you come from that that area and um you know you just so close to everything that you know you know what i mean shaq's blessed enough that you know he you know a good decent area and he can go you know he don't really you know he just ain't in that type of area you know what i mean all my everything i know is in that area you know so i go back a lot but you know that'd be a dream though that'd be something crazy but i was you know i like new england though bro new england was you know new england, i wish i wouldn't have got suspended bro new england was it was a good, you know, everybody uh, has an idea what New England is until you actually go up there and see how they live. Yeah. You know what I mean, how they go about things, how they run that, you know, that run that that little community, bro. It's different. You yeah. know, it's love. Well, 
we had we had Mike Jack on, right? And he was yeah. talking about how he was talking about how how Belichick just loves Miami guys, man. Like, like, he just, loves, listen, bro, he, he does sit every day. I probably walk out the tunnel if he catch up to my catch up to him. He tell you about him. He give you a Miami guy story. He got so many Miami guy stories, and yeah, you just started listening to him. I'm like you talking about dudes that <laughs> old enough to be my dad. You coach them. Oh, like you got yeah. some guys up there, so no, nah, I definitely enjoy my 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 stand up there, bro. I wish yeah. um I definitely wish I was still up there because they were definitely a, you know a family orange. I think everybody was on the same page. You know, you rarely get an NFL team that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's bought in. Everybody's not selfish. Nobody's selfish in there. You know what I mean? Ain't you know ain't never a guy like oh you ain't never heard of a guy saying I ain't getting the ball enough over there or my sack numbers. It's not about that, and they'll let you know like. You ain't gonna be no NFL sack leader coming over here. You gonna do your job, and we are gonna win. And what you gonna say to a, a program that's set up like that? You know? I mean, what you gonna tell? Them? What you gonna? Yes, do? sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, got, sir. We got, we got Super Bowl. We got them back to back. You ain't. You better fall in line. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike Jack was telling us too. He, he said about. I think I think it was talking about you and him were walking out, and it was the first cold practice of the season. And Belichick Man. just looks at it, and you guys are like, yeah. Y'all asses ain't in Miami no more, are you? Yeah, yeah it's cold like, here. Yeah, it ain't Miami, is it? Said, nah, it ain't, man. I said, then they was like, we never going to indoor. He was like, bro, he hates the indoor. I think the only reason he let us go in the indoor at the time I was there is because Cam couldn't. His hand, he just, they wanted to see the, the completion in the past because we were going somewhere sunny that week. So he was like, he, I guess he had to swallow his pride, like you know, fuck it. Just, just send him out, send him going from being there. Go set up inside field. So, so how is like when, when you're in New England? Yeah. Obviously, you know the facilities and stuff. Man, they got all the Super Bowl trophies and everything just lined yeah, up in there. Bro, everything is in there, bro. They got they they uh they they facility is you know next level, bro. They they definitely got a facility for you. You know what I mean? They got you know the balls. They got. They got a lot of guys with a lot of history over there too, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, my linebacker coach was, was you know what I mean? A linebacker, Mayo. You know what I mean? Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo, yeah. Yeah, he damn man. You know what I mean? He, he, his brother worked there. You know what I mean? So they got a lot of culture in there. You know what I mean? The guys, they got a guy on the team now. He's probably going to be the only special team, like, true, like, non-returner, like, special team guy to go in the NFL. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the NFL, in the, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they got a lot of culture around there, bro. And, um, they're family, you know what I mean? They, they're family, and you know Boston. It's not even in Boston. It's in it's, it's Foxborough, right? Yeah, or... Foxborough. It's in it's in Foxborough. So they, you know, everything is, you know, everything is by 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 the Patriots. So, so how do you feel about like your teammates now at you know playing at Miami and having that brotherhood? Obviously, now it's a business, right? You're playing yeah. in a business sense. How's your camaraderie with your teammates now with the Rough Riders? I mean, I got great, you know, I got great relationships. You know, they they put us all in like a little in a little area that we live in, like Americans, all Americans that come over, they put you somewhere unless you just want to get a place here. But you know, you don't really want to get a place here. You're gonna be here for, you know, I mean, a handful of months. You know, it, yeah. it, it makes no sense. So you start to build a brotherhood with them, and you know, some guys you didn't. I like it's some guys up here that I played in the East West Shrine game with. Um, I knew through different dudes. You know, there's plenty of dudes that have came from the league. Over here, go back. They've been going back and forth. So, um, you know, I definitely got a good relationship with them. Again, like you said, it's a business, so guys can be here one day and they can be on the next. So, you know, but that don't really stop us. You know, if we cool people and, you know, you, you're about winning and about putting in work, you know, I'm always good with you. I ain't got no problem. So I, yeah. you know, I definitely build a relationship with them guys. 
you know, I remember the East West Shrine game. I, I thought you balled out. Like you literally, I think, had one of your best performances. Yeah. Outside of probably that FSU game in eighteen, I thought yeah, you literally sure. balled, bro. Like at the bro, East I West, made, and I'm like, <laughs> I made money and then lost it. When I had to go say I had to get served, I made money and then I lost it. I said I was pissed. I said all I had to do was at that point was just go to the combine and do my thing, and it was going to be a close. You know, it was going to be a done deal. Can you can you talk about the injury that you had? You know. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, it was my um, it was my hip labrum. So I um, I had I had this feeling, this pain in my since like my my junior year. You know what I mean, my junior year. But I I thought it was hip impingement. You know what I mean, which is pretty common in football players. Period. So, you know, I just I used to do all my recovery stuff. I mean, I was big on. It. I would do my four way hip machine to make sure my hips were strong. I did um, dry needling, yoga. You know, anything to, to keep them keep my body to where I needed to be. So. I didn't feel like it was a major, like it needed surgery until I got up to Arizona. I'm training and I, you know, I get the MRI and I know what I got. You know what I mean? I know what's wrong with me. And I'm like, I've been feeling this pain for a long time, bro. And you know what I mean? It's so crazy because when my agent was recruiting me, the one I, the guy I ended up signing with, he told my parents, like my junior year, he was like, it's something wrong with his, you know, it looked like it's something wrong with his hips. And I'm like, okay, I know what's wrong with my hips. It's hip impingement, but. The whole time, bro, it's, it's you know what I mean? I, I had something torn, and I really didn't even want to get surgery. You know, that was the last thing on the table. It just was like, I can't run. Like, I was getting up to the point where Arizona, I was, you know, I was at the best facility. I was at Exos in, in Arizona. I was waking up in the morning. Like, I, you know, that first workout, I kill it. And I come back, that second one, like, I'm hurting. Like, I'm, I'm hurting bad. You know what I mean? I just had bad luck around that time. But I caught food poisoning. You know what I mean? Uh, had COVID. You know, it, it was it was crazy, bro. I, I was like, yeah, hey, I just this ain't a good time for your boy, man. But um, you know, you know, good thing that I did get the surgery, and I just had to make that decision to get the surgery. And I, you know, I definitely feel I feel like I, I you know I did a smart thing by just trying to get my body back, bro. Yeah, there was nothing. Um, you know, obviously through the trainers at Miami, they never like caught on to that or never even thought about. I, I used to have so many MRIs done, bro, because I just was, I was, you know what I mean? I, I played for a long time. So, you know, it was, it, you know, I was going to go look at some stuff, but, you know, certain things wasn't feeling the best. So, yeah, I tell them, like, go get an MRI. So I can't remember. I think I did go get an MRI, and it was, it was something slight, but I never really ran to them in, in, in terms of that because, you know, I got to, you know, I live by a philosophy. If it ain't broke, don't, you know, fix it. I'm going to definitely Facts. work on it. I'm going to work on it, you know what I mean? I'm going to improve it, but I'm not going to keep running oh, this hurt, that hurt, this hurt, that. Nah, I ain't that guy because I know what kind of game I play and you're going to hurt. You're going to hurt a little bit. You're going to feel banged up. And in my mind, I'm like, shit, I know some guys that, you know, can't play no more. Mar Richards, you know, uh, you know, Malik, them guys can't play no more. So I'm like, ain't no way I'm finna, you know, running them by the slightest thing. Like, if I can go, I was always going to go. Yeah. You know I mean? So that's just something that, um, you know, just unfortunately it, it popped up at the wrong, like the, the right, the wrong, right, wrong time, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I, you know, because obviously I think you missed the last bowl game, um, I think, against La Tech, which I will don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't be suspended, though. I didn't, um, yeah. I, I don't blame you, though. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to go. Come on, bro. I, want, I was upset, bro, because then I had to drop it on the, you know, the, the, the Instagram, like, oh, I can't play. Yeah. Whatever. They didn't want to, you know, disclose the reason. But I just was like, I can't play. But I was like, no, nah, bro, I was academically ineligible. I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't. Like get a, a a grade in one of them classes, and they were like, "Oh, you can't play." Oh, you know, man. so um, 
But yeah, man, I, I would have definitely loved to, you know what I mean? I would have been able to affect the game in a sense. So I would have definitely loved to go out there one more time and try to put a win. Cause I lost like my last game, I lost. They lost yeah. too, but you know, Duke, we lost that game. So that wasn't the last time I wanted to put on the helmet, though. I was, you know, envisioning myself going to that bowl game. Unless well, we play like uh Navy or Georgia yeah. Tech. Nah, I said hell no. I ain't yeah. got the wing but, T, I can't, nah, that's too yeah. much. But at least you got to put the helmet on and play in the East-West Shrine game. I mean, and, and again, like I said, completely balled out. Like you and Shaq, like just yeah. completely, you know, destroyed destroyed it up there. And, For sure. you know, it's always good to see, again, you know, people who put on that you and – that that you is symbolic, man. That's something that will go with you for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Sure. Like just that brotherhood, the camaraderie, and you know, knowing. Look, man, you got a degree from the University of Miami. You know, you got an opportunity to play ball for four years. Yeah. You know, it's just what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? Nah, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, man. I, listen, I, I don't regret nothing about my time at the University of Miami. I, I did what I wanted to do. I did how I wanted. To do. I wish. Only thing I, you know, I only, I was, you know, I regret that we didn't get a championship. I, I regret them type of things, like not getting a championship, um, you know, not winning them big, certain big games we had that we were supposed to win. You know, I mean, yeah. just certain games which you can take back. But at the end of the day, I enjoy my time there. I, you know, I, I don't wish I would have went somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love, you know, I love the school, and uh, I still love it to the day. That's why I kind of, you know, make my little small comments here and there when I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see something I don't like, you know, pertaining to that team because I yeah. know what kind of work being put in. Yep. And I know what they own, you know what I mean? And I know what them, you know, them kids feel. So I'm with well, I can't wait for you to come back down here to South Florida, man. You know, you next time you come down, we'll have to link up, man. Hopefully it's I'm out of game. There, um I'm probably be down there some, you know, training. You know, of course my kids gonna be due next month. So uh, yeah. This season almost over up here. We probably be done in December, so I'll be I'll be up, you know, Buffalo. But off season, I'm gonna definitely because I gotta finish my degree. Yeah, you know, like one or two classes left. Yeah, I'm gonna go handle that. And um, so I should be down there, bro. You still you still um you still up top? Yeah, I'm still over here in Broward, man. You know, like just, okay. just chilling. You know, man. I see you still. You over there getting them dudes uh putting <laughs> up for them guys too. Nah, you, listen, you started that junk, <laughs> dog. I, told him, I, said, I, said, I said, I said, y'all owe me a lot of money, man. I put a lot of stuff in you, young dudes. Lap, man. I said, I bet you. I said, I bet. Why well, I said, I said, I bet you ain't never seen nobody put no TV up like that. And that I, I still, I, yeah, I still do them. Um, Couple weeks, hey. uh, couple, couple months ago, I think I did Zion's and you know a couple lose and you pulled up on a holiday. I said, "Man, crazy!" I, I got you, dog. Like that's what we do. I said, "I got him for life." I said, "He pulled up on the whole holiday." I said, "I see. I'm thinking he lying for me. I'm coming." I said, "He ain't coming." Man, he pulled up about an hour. He's out. I'm downstairs. We want me to go. <laughs> but, but listen. Who else, who else to put uh uh a TV in their bathroom? Oh, uh, bro, ain't, ain't no, hey, listen, ain't nobody go that far yet. But the oh, people, people do talk about it though. Hey, Bird, real quick, Mike, we, I got to go with you one more second. We got to take a quick break, Bird. I'll okay. do. Hey, we're going to Gang Radio Show, Sirius Channel 145. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio, Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. 
This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Manuel Apola too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Manuel Apola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Manuel Apola. Tua. I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. See? That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your social security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva, la potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuy. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, so Bird, we're back. So listen. So obviously, I think I think Pinkney had like posted something on Instagram, like who can hang a TV, right? And obviously, look, you know I'm an electrician, so like it's second nature to me, right? So I hit Mike up, and I'm like, dog, you need your TV? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's a holiday. I'm like, dog, I got you. Like I'm coming through. And obviously, I'm probably 45 minutes. I think you were at the district at that time. Yeah, I, I the district with Gables. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, dog, I got you, man. Literally, I pulled up. I said, where we at, right? So I think I hung one TV, and then he's like, I got one in my bathroom. I'm like. What in the bathroom? Like, who the hell puts a TV in the bathroom, right? So, 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 <laughs> so, literally after that, I think, I think Mike tagged me in the story, right? Mike tagged me in the story, and then it was a trickle down effect. Obviously, you know, Bird. Like, I've done so many, and then yeah. I think I was at. It might have been Michael Parrot or Lou. Somebody said, "Hey, so you put a TV in, in Pinkney's bathroom?" I'm like, bro. <laughs> If, if that's where he wanted the TV, if that's where he spends his time, that's where I'm going to put the TV. Oh, man. <laughs> be some nice. You got to go in there, dog, and just run you a bath, dog. And just yeah. My, hey, Mike in a bubble man. bath. Yeah, man. Let me just wind down. Like, well, I had a long day, dog. You <laughs> put some bubbles in the tub. I got you know, put the TV up. Listen, I didn't know what else to do with the TV, okay? I, had, I wanted it in a dice game. And I just like, I ain't got nothing else to do with the TV. What I'm going to do? I, nobody wants to buy that. You know what I mean? It's not big enough for the, the living room. So I'm going to just put it in my bathroom. Oh, my God, bro. It was the funniest thing. And, and listen, I don't judge anybody, but it makes sense, right? Like, you want to go 
hang out in the bathroom, yeah, you know, kick, kick your feet up, watch some sports center. You know, it, it's been, listen, I ain't gonna lie, Mike. It's better than going to the gas station and taking gas gas station selfies, bro. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in the tub. I got my is lit, you know. You got the candles going, me a chicken there or something. <laughs> chicken be like, hey, listen, you know, go run you a bath, you know. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got the TV in there. You can watch the show in there, girl. Well, listen, if you need me to come up to Regina and come hang your TV, I got you, dog. Man, this probably something I'm probably going to need you once I find me a spot down there again to train. But yeah, I got you, definitely, bro. yeah. No, nah, nah, I ain't trying to be up here. It's too cold. I'm getting cold up here, dog. You what's, the, uh, what's the weather like now? Oh, man, it be jumping, but it's like it like right now, probably like 17. What? Ooh. Yeah, what's cold like? Well, you ain't, man, listen. Boy, I thought you were just wearing that outfit because that's what you normally wear. No, man, I probably <laughs> sleep with clothes on. Bro, I'm from South Florida. You don't sleep with clothes on from South Florida. The Florida man. period, you know what I mean? So it's cold up here, though, bro. It's definitely, so, you know. So 17, obviously playing in that, like, so again, you know, we went up to we went up to the Pinstripe Bowl against Wisconsin and Yankee Stadium. Yep. Bro. That was probably the coldest atmosphere. Oh, I, listen, I knew we were going to lose that game. When they, when they came out there and they ain't had no shirt on, no, nobody had shirts on their team. They walked through. <laughs> I said, yeah, we're going to lose this game. Oh, that <laughs> was. This lost before, yeah. This lost before we even started. Oh, that was brutal, man. I'm just like. I think that was more of a New York trip. I was on a fashion trip that weekend. I was... Bro. So we, um, so obviously we took the whole family. Like, so Maria. Like um, all the kids, we just we stayed at the Sheridan Times Square. We stayed at the team hotel, and uh, I seen I seen you. Yeah, we we were there for like five days, man. And but like you said, you know, listen, we went up just for the game, just to go to the game. But man, spending a sure. week in New York, bro, psh, I'm all over that. You know what I mean? And we was in the middle. You know what I mean? We was in the middle of everything. I was Times Square, baby. Yeah, I had a car ride around. I was yeah, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I like New York, bro. I, like, I can't be up here. I do it up here, boy. Bro, it, it was it was cold up there, right there, man. Yeah, it was, bro. And they kept telling us about pickpocketers, man. So I, you know, I walked down the street with my hands in my pocket. I said, hey, "Don't get, <laughs> get my money. I keep cash on me. I keep covered, you know, cash. I don't use my cars." So I'm like, "Yeah, they they get you, bro. Unless they know yeah. you got you got dudes out there with like the card game or the dice game or the little, doing the little that, bro. they got the little red ball in the cup game man listen i stopped carrying cash like that when we left them up there but i like it's too much for me bro you guys flew i think you guys flew first class if i'm not mistaken yeah. you had all them pods and stuff yeah we had the little pods yeah 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 the little, little I, I remember that yeah no that was smooth man. Oh, i like man. that that was smooth i think oh yeah i was like my i already knew about them yeah that was like my third time on one of them that was nice i think that was a nice one though they, they treated you guys. I heard, like, so again, you know, obviously, like, I know people like Dave Case and, you know, and people like that, man. Yeah. And, you know, they said, look, the, the Pinstripe Bowl, they, they treated you guys really, really well For as sure. far as facilities and, and activities. Yeah. And, you know, obviously going down to, like, the World Trade, like, uh, like the um, yeah. the Freedom Tower and stuff yeah, like that. All that yeah. It's kind of surreal, man, you know. you got And it's fortunate because, like, obviously as a college athlete, those are the things that are kind of yeah. beneficial you guys get to do for free and stuff, you know. Man, listen, I was that was definitely one of the uh, you know, I thought that was gonna be my last one, you know. What I mean, so I definitely enjoyed it, you know. What I mean, I yeah. definitely enjoyed it. I mean, um, we had some nice views of the city, bro. Uh, like I told you, I was riding around, I was riding around the whole city, you know. What I mean, I had a car ride driving me around the whole city, I was moving, you know. I was in, 
I was in Death Free. Like, I was eating good. So it was like, Bro. yeah, I like, I like scooting. New York was nice. And then the people, you know, all the people like that, you know, the pinstripe people, they, like you said, they took us on, you know, the, the trips. All the trips was good. The food was good. Um, you know what I mean? The hotel was nice, you know? The hotel was dope. It cost me three grand for the week, though. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Boy, you crazy. You crazy. Oh. Yeah, you. I said, yeah, dad. I told, I told one of them, I said, your dad got some money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I say, listen, you know how much it is to stay in here on Christmas? I said, he ain't getting no discount either. They ain't, no. uh, he ain't getting no discount. I, I wasn't part of the team, you know what I mean? Yeah, I said, he wasn't part of the team, so he ain't getting no discount. Said, listen, and, and that's the thing, right? I don't mind spending money. Like, I work hard. I work hard the first eight months. I mean, I work hard all 12 months, but the first eight months, man, I'm a grind because, you know, when it comes to football season, like Maria, you know, and again, I just got married, so now I got to call her the wife. So, yeah. like, you know, like we Great travel, race. man. Yeah, appreciate it. Like we travel, man. Like you, I thought y'all were married already. Well, <laughs> technically we were, but we finally made it official like okay. a month ago, right? I so you, I got you, I got you. um, but man, she's like she's my ride or die. She knows like that's my passion and, and that's what yeah. I like to do. And so this year, um, was the first year. So at the home games, I sit I sit in the end zone in them big blue seats right there on the field. Yeah. I kind of moved down, bro. So like I'm right there on the field, like yeah. It's nothing like huge. it, bro. You huge, yeah. You huge out here. <laughs> it's it's definitely beneficial being down there, man. You know, yeah. the guys come up. Obviously, they know who I am. But then little Grayson's up there. They'll come and give him five, and they'll take yeah, pictures I with him. I'm like, everybody's good, man. You know, Grayson's getting big, and yeah. you know, Mama's doing well. So we just we got a game on Saturday against you know Georgia Tech. So let me ask you about Georgia Tech. So obviously, I think in your career, we went you went three and one against Georgia Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Does that sound about right? Mm. I think we only had the one loss when you were there. I lost one time my senior year. On that BS call. Oh, stop <laughs> was it. my senior year? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was your senior year. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. But, I mean, so there's some, there's some history there. Like, you know, the Daryl Langham catch on fourth and yeah. ten in, in the rain. Crazy. Travis Homer. Like, bro, like it's – you know, and that's a week after the Florida State, you know, win. Like, it's just like it was – you know, things were building and building and building. But, yeah. you know, I, I think Miami, if you see what they're doing now, um, I think they finally, you know, they found a quarterback and no disrespect to, to King. But, yeah. man, TVD looked like he's just a nah, straight gunslinger. Well, listen, he's doing his he thing. Him and uh, Rooster, them boys, Bro. they look good. Like, that's a good combo. I like them together. <laughs> Rooster is just a different like change of back. Like, yeah, nah, he's, yeah, he's definitely an elusive guy, man. You know what I mean? And he, gonna do, he ain't going to do nothing but get stronger and faster. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. you like Rambo? Have, have you seen Charleston Rambo? I've the, the tra- seen all of them. I watch all of them. Yeah, they nice, bro. He all The young receiver room, they nice, too. You know, unfortunately, the older guys had to, you know, some of the older guys not with them no more, but for the most part, I think them young guys handle themselves well. They got good leaders in that room. They got Mike Hartley in there. Yeah. I mean, they got some of them older guys. You got, you know, uh, Will Mallory, you know. Yeah. He's to do his thing. So, they definitely got – they got a squad on offense, you know. And, and the only thing they're losing, they're going to be losing um, two linemen. I think they're losing two linemen. Well, they're losing Jerry Williams. You know the transfer that came a couple years ago, yeah, yeah. Um, and Donaldson and Devon Donaldson. That's all they're losing on offense. And Mallory will probably leave too. Well, he's hurt for the rest of the year, so he's already gone. So they're, they're medical. I want to do. I don't know because so last year with with COVID, um, yeah, last year don't even, that don't even count. So technically, if he wants to use that, but the way that Jakai Clark is playing as a freshman, I don't think Gainer is going to get his job back. <laughs> so Man. it just. I think Corey's smart enough to play all them positions. Move him over mm-hmm. to guard. Move him to guard. Yeah, Corey, Corey good enough, athletic enough. You know, he's just undersized probably a little bit for guard. But, um, yeah. 
he definitely he know all them spots though. He know every last spot. That's crazy, man. Well, we definitely got to link up when you come back down. And, and again, man, I'm excited to see some of the pictures, you know, of the twins. You know, you got names yeah. picked out yet, or you keeping those a secret? No, nah, we're gonna do Mackenzie and we're gonna do Malia. Okay, it's beautiful, right. man. Congratulations. So is, is, is Mackenzie the oldest? <laughs> Say again. Is Mackenzie gonna be the oldest? No, she. I don't. We don't know yet. They they stubborn right now, bro. They keep turning away from the ultrasound. I say they gonna be bad as hell. Man. They don't listen already. Hey, it's all coming back to you now, man. You yeah, reap what you sow. You right by that, bro. I said it's gonna be a journey. I'm scared. When I heard one, I was like, okay, one. But then they said two at one time. I said, yeah, I'm scared. Listen, man, you know, my, my wife's an identical twin. So she has yeah. a twin oh, sister. Yeah, she has an identical twin sister. So there's something about those twins, man. You know, like they, they have so much, like they, they feed off each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, so if sure. one's bad, the other going to be bad. You know what I mean? So I know, you, yeah, you definitely going to have your hands full. I said, well, I hope, I said, I hope they ain't bad. Well, like, I can't, and they girls too. So ain't like I'm going to just whoop them. I can't. Oh, spoiled. They're going to be daddy girls. Girl. Yeah, they're they gonna, gonna be sad little girls. <laughs> so before we before we let before we let you go, Mike, I got you know we were talking about you know your connection with the fans and everything, and I had to bring this uh this picture up here, man. This was after a game, man, with my little girl and uh, and her cousin there, man. So you know we always said, you know, Mike always makes time for the fans, man, and just you know, just to let you know we appreciate you. The game wouldn't be nothing without y'all, bro. I think, you know, speaking on behalf of them and behalf of all the players that have came through, man, we appreciate y'all, you know, just being the fans of y'all are and being committed to us. Yeah, yeah. listen, man, it ain't going to change for me. Like, it's one of those things, like, I, I bleed this junk, man. You know what I mean? Like, I got a tattooed all over me. You know, I got, like, I put off my city. I got Kang yeah. Gang. Like, it's – you got to have something in life that you're passionate about. Obviously, I'm passionate about my family. I'm passionate about my wife and my kids, but – my only other passion, Lily, is, is the Hurricanes. And as much as they disappoint me, <laughs> it, it is what it is, man. It, it's not going to change. It's, it's like that, that relationship that just you can't – it's like you just can't get rid of it. It's like a rash, yeah. right? Like it just yeah. won't go away. And yeah. I, <laughs> I ain't going to change it, bro. I ain't going to change it. I love it. <laughs> hey, Mike, man, I appreciate you jumping on with us, man. And I know we've had you on for about an hour, man, and – uh but I, for some reason, I was thinking about you today, man. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let me hit him up and, and see if he'd be interested in coming on the show. And I really wanted to try to get you on next week because it's FSU week, and I wanted yeah. to talk about that. But I definitely lo love having you on. man. listen, I met you, you know, man, over five years ago, and, and it's been a pleasure. You've always been kind to me and kind to my family, man. So I appreciate you. And, again, much success with the kids. And hope, you, you know, your mom and your sister are continuing to do well. And I can't wait to see you and link up with you, bro. Same, bro. I appreciate y'all for having me. All right, Mike, you be good, man. All right, thank you. Bro. Easy, five, six. Thank you, sir. All right, bro. Yeah, that was old Mike Pinkney over there with the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, number 56 at the University of Miami. Oh, so, Bird, yeah, I didn't want to tell you who, you know, who I had coming on, man. I wanted to kind of I'm surprise glad you, you I'm a little glad bit. you didn't. I'm glad you didn't. Because you know is, me, man. He's one of he's one of my favorites, man. I mean, if, he, if, if I was to make the all-dirty bird team, man, you know, 56 would definitely be on there, man. No doubt. He, he definitely uh, – He's a good dude, man. And, you know, uh, again, like listen to some some of the things he says. And, you, you know, you, you hear about the defense and, you know, what he was saying about the defense and how it was, you know, just it was speed and get up the field. But like we've said before on the show, you've got to have good tackles in order for you have when you have undersized linebackers. And I think that's one of our problems right now. Like no disrespect to, to Nesta and the Ford and the Miller 
you know, but you see the difference that Leonard Taylor brings as a freshman and hopefully, yeah. you know, we can get as he gets going and he gets bigger and it's hard to say when he gets bigger, but like when he gets bigger and stronger, he's going to be a monster, you know? Well, that's the, that's the thing I always say about James Williams, man. Like, you know, when James gets out there and he spends a couple of years in a college weight program, I mean, he's already scary out there. I think he's already exceeding expectations of what, you know, a, a freshman can do out there, man. So, you know, seeing him when he gets filled out, oh, my Lord. Yeah. Good luck to the rest of the ACC, bro, because, you know, he's going to be special, man. I mean, you know, I know everybody, you know, he's the next great safety here. <clears throat> you know, and everybody says, oh, is he the, you know, he's the next Sean Taylor. Is he the next 26? To me, he's the first James Williams, bro. You know, yeah. and that's that's exciting. So well, and again, he's a first zero. So again, yeah. there's no one first one to win zero besides Sebastian. Like, so yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, obviously we got a lot to talk about. You know, we got two more segments. We got a few more minutes before we go to break here, but uh, we got a couple segments that we need to talk about. You know, the pit game and moving forward to the ACC schedule. We got to do our picks. Like literally, man, we just Ooh, blew wee. through an hour with Mike Mike Pinkney and. Bro, we can fill another hour with that guy, man. Bro, I, I, when he. <laughs> When I hit him up and I'm just, I'm like, you know, hey, you know, how you doing? Congrats, blah, blah, blah. He hit me. He's like, bro, love you, bro. Like, like, man, what's going on? And I'm like, well, yeah. I'd love to have you on the show. And he's like, Pfft. like, I'm like, we record tonight. Well, I asked him about next week. He was, yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, well, we record tonight. If, if you know, if you're available. And he goes, even better. He goes, you know, I, I, I'm free. I don't have Sorry. to, I don't, bro, sign it up, bro. But Going back to the story with him in the uh, the TV in the bathroom, bro. <laughs> you know, it's, I was dying when you were saying that, bro. All I picture is this man in the bubble bath, this tough football linebacker, right? Fierce dude, just sitting there chilling in the bubble bath, glass of wine next to him, bro. And, and chilling, he's that watching guy. Netflix, just chilling. <laughs> he's probably that guy too. You know what I mean? That that'll have a bottle of wine and just chill. <laughs> oh, oh my man. word! Who actually just hit me up? That's good oh, stuff, bro. Art Kehoe just sent me a message. Art Kehoe. Hold on. Zach just texted me, too. <laughs> <laughs> you just got them all coming at you, man. Well, you know, what's what's crazy is you talk about, you know, what, what, everything we got to talk about. You know, we were off last week because we both had some some things going on and whatnot. Um, you know, we've won two games in a row since we've been on the air last. <laughs> and against two top 20 opponents, man. And, I mean, I Correct. think – Two games where, you know, I think the team defied anything that any fan or any any supporter of the team really thought they were able to do. I mean, if you look at those two games, you said, hey, you know, looking at us being two and four, you're walking into playing NC State at home, you know, it was a tough game. Uh, and then the next week you're going to go up to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know? correct. Yep. Well, listen, let's finish the two other segments when we get back and break. You're listening to the Kang Gang Radio Show with the Dirty Bird and your boy Co. Here on Sirius XM Channel 145. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. 
But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then you oh, give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. All of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
All right. So we, we, we beat NC State. We go to three and four. We're getting yep. a little bit of momentum. TVD is literally starting to show signs and flashes of what I've said for the last year and a half. And then, you know, he makes that bold statement. Team probably gets on his back and said, look, bro, we got you, you know. And then we're obviously we're talking about the NC State game. And then you go to Pitt, you know, again, great defensive line. Like they literally have a, a tremendous defensive line. Do you know that their quarterback is going to just air it out? And, the torch. You know, but you look at the play calling, right? So one thing that I've noticed is it seems like Rhett Lashley has opened up the playbook more with TVD than he did previous with King. Bird, talk to me about what you feel, how the offense is moving. Are they moving in the right direction, and are they moving the right way? Well, I think I think where that happened, right, was the second half of the UNC game that he kind of took the training wheels off off TVD and he said, "All right, man, look, go out there, go out there and do it." Right, and he, you know, I think the the one thing with uh, with Rhett is that, you know, he really keeps the quarterback pretty close to him and their decision making, and uh, I think he did that a lot with King. And I think especially at the beginning of the year uh, and up to the second half of that UNC game. But I think he's, he pulled back on the reins a little bit and let Tyler start to be creative and, you know, um, you know, make his own decisions, um, you know, and you're, and you're seeing it in there. I mean, the, the guy is uh, the guy's flourishing and he's he's playing fantastic ball right now. He's playing inspired. Uh, the team's behind him. The community's behind him. So, you know, that's uh, that's that's an exciting thing to, to see from him. You know, but you you mentioned the play calling, and I do want to touch on that real quick. You know, the I've actually been pretty impressed with the last five minutes and the clock management at the end of the game, the past two games, right? Not so much because we won, but because of the way the way we manage the clock, right? You know, and I know everybody, you know, looks at the Virginia game and hey, you know, you should have tried to score a touchdown, or whatever. We didn't. We you know put on a field goal and we missed it. You know, you ran an RPO at the at the NC. UNC game, but it seems like we've learned from our mistakes, <laughs> you know, and those, you know, the last five minutes of both games, man, were pretty impressive, man. I mean, those were, those were called very well. They, they were, and you could just, the, the, the play calling, let's go back to the pit game, right? The seam yeah. route by Arroyo going down the middle of the field, <laughs> like in the end zone, beautiful, right? And again, like I'm thinking, that's the last time I saw Arroyo on the field. But regardless, right? Like, and then <laughs> yeah. just don't get it, right? And then you look at that, like the like the reverse, like double flea flicker with Mallory sneaking out, doing a wheel route, you know, hitting him in stride, you know. And, and again, you know, Tyler threw for four hundred and you know thirty eight yards or four hundred thirty two yards. But think about like the forty or fifty yard pass that that uh, that Rambo dropped that was perfectly put in his hands, right? And then we turned around and we threw an interception. Um, a couple plays later, you know, Rambo had a, a pass across the middle on the other side that he dropped. So when you think about some of the things, I mean, Tyler, even though Kelly Pickett threw for 500 something yards, I think TVD could have threw for over 500 yards if some some of those drops weren't there. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, and it's it's funny with the tight ends because all I could think when I saw you know those first two tight end or first two touchdowns go to tight ends was that that had to have been from Narduzzi saying, oh, we practiced that uh, that tight end route, you know, 50 times. They're not going to get us on that. And Correct. then we came out there, and it's and it's almost like the entire team has gone, like, in, into such a mode where, you know, they're shutting everyone and everything else out that they're, that they're just playing loose and carefree, and they're slinging it. And I think a little bit of those of those scoring plays came from that like hey screw it we're going to go for it and we're going to we're going to test them on the tight end thing 
and they went to Arroyo. And I mean, that was just a, a phenomenal catch. And, you know, the, the, the route for Mallory, I mean, you know, we were all like, Oh my gosh, don't drop it when he, when he, when it was going to him, but you know, he made an excellent route. I mean, he, he, he burned past the, the defender and uh, ran all the way into the end zone. So, you know, he's got big hands. Like he's yeah. literally everything that's been thrown to him. Obviously, it's been caught. And this is where I'm a little suspect when it comes to Mallory. Cause you know, even that, like that third down and four towards the end of the game, you know, yeah, it's a great play call. You kind of get your quarterback moving to the outside of the pocket. You hit Mallory in the flat and then he fumbles the ball. Like, bro, like I, I just don't know what's going on. And, and coaches got to be able to see that, you know, maybe you take a chance and say, okay, maybe we play that with Elijah or Tell me how Larry Hodges looks like a tight end when he looks literally like a wide receiver. <laughs> I, I mean, have you seen Larry Hodges? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've, I've been. He's, he's definitely the the smallest of the of the wide receiver guys. But when you can, wide receiver, you mean tight end? <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the smallest of the tight end guys, right? That's what, that's what I meant to say. But yeah. uh, you know, I mean, when you see when you see a guy like Mal, I mean, Mallory's huge, right? Like, I mean, he's just yeah, but Arroyo he's, he's, is just. Yeah. Arroyo's a, a monster. Yeah, I mean, and then you see Arroyo after that, and you're like, man, you know, even uh, even Mamarelli is 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 huge, right? Correct. You know, yeah. so then you see Larry out there, and Larry, you know, Larry looks like he belongs in that wide receiver group, right? Um, but you know, that's a, that's a guy I'm I'm still waiting for to to, to come on, man. I I've been a, I've been a big Hodges fan, man. And I think he's a I think he's a good pass catcher from what we've seen of him, and I, you know, I think there could be a role for him in this offense, you know. Um, so we'll see it then over the next couple of weeks. So let's talk about the defense because obviously the defense is really where it's still suspect. <laughs> I, I mean, again, again, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? I hate to say it like that, but there's got to be opportunities for other people to play. Now, you know, I think I questioned somebody on Saturday, the James Williams interception on the four-yard line, and then they ended up going – like they, they came back out of break and they put it back on like the one-and-a-half. You know, we almost, they almost had the safety. And I think that was because he took his helmet off right after he intercepted the ball. So there had to be – Not the distance to the goal. Correct. Yeah. So those are the type of plays, though. Like, say we they do get that safety there, that's a completely different momentum change moving forward. You know, now they're getting yeah. a free two points. You're putting the ball to them. Um, that's where I think James has to be a little bit smarter. And this is where your coaches have to come in and say, listen – we love the enthusiasm. We love the heart. We love the way you play, but you can't keep costing us, you know, penalty after penalty after penalty. That's that's that, that's the thing. I mean, if 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 we want the with the young guys to play, that's just that, that's the price you're going to pay, right? They're going to make you know m- mental mistakes where you look at it and you're like, dude, we got to cut that out, and you know that's going to come in time, right? I think I think James is going to learn from every one of those that he makes. I think Kitchens is going to learn from them. You know, uh, 56 is going to learn from them on him. But, you know, I'll tell you, since we've got the young guys in there, right, it's it's almost been a tale of two seasons with the defense, yeah. right? Since the young guys have started playing, like, I'm seeing guys swarm to the ball. I mean, like, you know, it's a lot almost of gang like tackling. Gang I, tackling, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's the thing before, you know, like they're they're taking, you know, one – you know, one shot and they're trying to hit them low and knock them off balance or whatnot. And like, that's been driving us crazy for two years here, watching, watching these, you know, half-assed tackles go, well, now they're gang tackling and they're, you know, they're bringing them down together. And that's, that's the way that you don't let guys slip out, bro. You bring everybody there, you know, you bring them fast and furious and you, and you knock them down and you drag them down. You know, the, the most impressive stat to me so far 
Cam Kitchens doesn't have a ha, – nobody's broken a tackle on him yet. So everybody that that he's tried to bring down, man, he's brought him down, and I think that's amazing, man. And I love love seeing that out of a freshman. Does Bobo Bolden's season-ending surgery hurt or help us? Well, look, I, I love Bubba, man. But I, I'll tell you, I mean, the, the way he was playing out there, right? I mean, be it that he was injured or, or whatnot, right? I mean, but if you if you – anybody who's watching the game – Sees that he was struggling, right? And uh, you know, he wasn't he wasn't the bubba that, that we always knew out there, but it be that whatever it may be. So right. you know, I think right now it helps because you're seeing these young guys get out there who are just absolutely ferocious. So, you know, look, anybody who ever whoever throws a you on the side of their helmet, man, I'm always gonna root for them, I'm always gonna support them. You know, uh, but you know, just like just like a family man, right? We got to be critical of them when they when they don't do right. But you know, look, I'm always going to root for Bubba and root for the best for him. But yeah, I mean, I do think it is a little bit of a case of you know addition by subtraction there. Yeah, you know, I, I think he can bring you some leadership, and this is where maybe he can help the younger guys by being kind of on the sideline, almost like you know how an Ed Reed is, obviously. I wouldn't want anybody else teaching me that position and the goat himself. But at the same time, you know, this is where Bubba's got to be supportive of the younger players and kind of help mentor those younger players. He's got to be able to sit there, watch the game. Hey, James. Hey, Avante. Hey, Cam. You know, hey, Jalen Harrell. You got to look for this. You got to watch for that. You know, I don't know if he – because, again, I didn't see Cam a couple weeks ago at the home game. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if if Bubba comes – you know, to the game on Saturday, I would hope that he would. I mean, obviously, you're still part of the team. You know, you just had season-ending surgery. Obviously, we see King there. But this is where I feel like some of your older guys that are having injuries, even like Corey Gaynor, like he should and, – and I don't know if I saw him uh, two weeks ago, but, like, again, same thing with Ja'Kai. Hey, Ja'Kai, you got to look for this. Because I think you still need to have that mentorship from these yeah. older guys who, are real, who have gone down to help the younger guys because the younger guys are going to learn on the fly. And I, and I feel like the more reps they get, the more opportunity they get to play every single week, it's only going to benefit them because going into next season, like I said, on offense, if you lose Mallory, Jared Williams, and Yvonne Donaldson, that's all you're losing. Uh, Mike Carly, I'm sorry. And Mike Carly, right? No. So you're losing two old linemen and potentially, you know, uh, tight end. Unless he decides to come back, but I don't know if he would. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, you don't you don't know. Um, but you look at the talent that is coming back on offense, and then you look at the talent that you have coming back on defense. On defense, you're gonna lose a Zach McLeod, you, you you're gonna lose a, a Jonathan Ford, you're gonna lose a Bubba Bolden, um, probably like a DJ Ivy, but you're not really losing maybe a Nesta if he decides to leave, which I don't think you should. That's just yeah. my that's just my personal opinion. But they have a lot of talent coming back, I think far superior than we thought we had coming into this season. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing I think that we're also gonna see, I think we're gonna see the the most transfers that we've ever brought in as well. Like you're gonna see a lot of guys that are ready to play. Uh, that are plugged in. Who they are, none of us have any idea for. We're, you're probably you're probably signing twelve to fifteen guys in this class. Like you know, I think we we know that just by the size of the class, it's not going to be ranked high. Uh, there's some great guys in it. You know, some guys that I think we're all really excited about. Yeah. Uh, but you're signing twelve to fifteen, and you know, there's really no cap anymore. I think we can go up to twenty five, or excuse me, not twenty five, like thirty or thirty five or somewhere in there, right? But 
you know, we're going to see transfers pour into here like we've never seen before that are going to come in and that are going to fill, right? So you take all these young guys that are coming up and then some of the other spots that are still open, you're going to fill them in with transfers. And all of a sudden, I mean, this is this is ready-made roster, right? Like, you know, this roster, this roster should compete at a high level very quickly. Yeah, 100%. I'm excited to see what's going to happen moving forward. Uh, again, you talk about the transfers. I'm still looking at it from a recruiting standpoint. Miami has some work to do to catch up on the recruiting. I mean, obviously there were some decommits, which you're going to get that no matter what school you're at. You yeah. are. You know, and so if I play hypothetical, you know, and we we probably shouldn't play hypothetical, but hypothetical is, again, it's it's easy to do. You look at a season right now being four and four. You look at a missed field goal, which potentially you win that game. You're at five and three. You have – Three inches and you win that game. Yeah, you have an opportunity to beat Carolina. You know, again, you threw an interception or, you know, potentially go to overtime when you played a horrible first half, right, on that game. So even if you keep that as a loss, you're still five and three. You know, I go back to the Will Mallory drop against Michigan State, who you go up 14-3. Who knows how that game turns out. But as it sits, you lost a number two team and a number three team in the country right now. And yeah. you and you lost to the team who's leading the ACC Coastal right now in Virginia. Yeah. So and the guy who's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Who? Kenneth Walker. Ooh, man, that's. Did I just I, derail this conversation? No, I, I I don't necessarily think he's going to win the Heisman. I think he's definitely in the mix, top three or top four. Um, still got a lot of football left to play. You know, if he has no. Yeah, I, I think he could have a bad game against Ohio State. Um, you know, a couple of like Penn State. So you never know how that's going to play out, right? Yeah. Um, but but the, man, vote, the voters are going to remember five touchdowns against Michigan, man. They're going to remember that. Yeah, but again, I think you have to look at a complete body of work through the whole season, you know. Sure. So we'll see. Um, so when you look at the, the record, I mean, the Miami wins out. They're sitting at eight and four with potentially an opportunity to win the Coastal still. Obviously, you need help. You need Virginia to beat Pitt. And then you need Virginia Tech to beat Virginia, and you have to win out. And if that's the case, say you do go eight and four, and you do win the Coastal, and then you go and play a Wake who's averaging fifty nine points a game or whatever it is at this point. You know, Wake's just—they're balling, bro. You you can't say nothing about that. But they don't play anybody either. Look, like they're literally—they're literally a G five program right now as far as the standings. I respect eight no, but like just look at where what who those eight wins were. They against, gave up fifty six right? points to to Army. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, look, they they are, you know, probably the most unimpressive eight no team that I think I've ever seen. Right, yeah. but look, I'll give them respect because you know what, we're four and four, and going eight no is that that's hard. That's tough. It's challenging, and they're the best team in the ACC right now. Yeah, but you know what? I'll tell you what. I hope they went out. I hope they win. They go. They go to twelve and zero, and we find a way to to slip into Charlotte. Right? There's a couple of different scenarios, like you said. Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech play each other, so you know whoever wins that game, we need to lose to another ACC opponent. It's just as simple as that. And I think that that is a very real possibility, right? Like you know, nobody's seen that. You know, nobody seems to be the team that's just running away with it. So you know, yeah, look, win the next four. I think. I think we're winning the next four, right? I put yeah. it out on Twitter. I think without question, we're better than the next four teams that we play. We should win out. Yeah. You know, you, you get to Charlotte, right? You play, hopefully, uh, you know, a team that's 12-0 and 0 at the time. Maybe you knock them off. 
right? All of a sudden you're in a New Year's Six bowl game, right? Maybe. I mean, dude, I mean, you're looking at a realistic possibility that you're 10 and four at closing out this year with a, yeah. with an impressive bowl win and a conference championship. Yeah. Well, we got to go to break. Um, we'll be right back here on the Ken Gang radio show on Sirius XM channel 120, well, no, 145. I was thinking of the it's time. It's getting late, bro. It's getting 145, late. 145, slam radio. <laughs> hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, slam radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see what's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
All right, finishing up here on the Kang Gang Radio Show. Last segment for the week. Um, obviously, there's a lot still to talk about. I mean, again, the Georgia Tech game, I think, is going to be a, a pivotal game. I think Miami's got to come out guns a-blazing, firing on all cylinders. You know, Georgia Tech's got a, one of the weakest pass defenses, you know, right now in the ACC. I think they have to come out. They have to light it up. Don't play this game where, you know, it's, you know, run the ball here. But, again, I think that the, the dynamic of the offense has completely changed since the second half of the Carolina game. You know, if we come out and struggle throwing the ball against Georgia Tech, then I think we're going to have a problem. I think they really need to come out, set the tone early, the same way they did against Pitt. Like, I don't, I don't think they ran the ball one time on that first drive. I think it was pass, 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 touchdown. So if that's what it takes, listen, like ride the arm of, of TVD, ride the legs of, you know, in the hands of a Charleston Rambo, and then you sprinkle in some, you know, some rooster here and there, some Cody Brown and some Thad Franklin, and shoot, you're even sprinkling in some running of TVD. Like you got to keep defenses off balance. Yeah, and you know what? If, if I could say something, man, like one thing that like, you know, there's not a lot that I would criticize in the past couple couple of weeks, right? But one thing is I don't understand for the life of me why we have a big bruising back who can carry people in like Thad Franklin and inside of five yards we keep feeding Rooster. Like, look, I love Rooster, but, you know, it doesn't make sense to to try to run him up the gut, man. That's 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 He's not that guy, right? Correct. Thad Franklin is that guy. Why are we not putting Thad Franklin in within when we have the ball within five yards and we need a touchdown, man? I th- or even Cody stuff. Brown, like Cody Brown's a little more physical of a runner, right? I think he can he can drag people, but you know, to me, I'm I'm giving it to Thad, and I'm you know because I know that that's going to keep Thad happy, right? Like you know, hey, look, young buck, we're gonna we're gonna give you the ball on the goal line, and every goal line, you know, and we're we're just gonna punch it in with you. You know, instead we we just keep punching in with Rooster, which. You know, <laughs> you, you got to be able to use more than just Rooster. I think you got to be able to bring in a Cody Brown, but then you also got to be able to bring in a Thad Franklin. That's why you have five backs. You know, yeah. you, you read some comments the other day on, on online and they talk about the linebackers. People are talking about Sam Brooks. So why isn't Sam Brooks, you know, playing? And some, I think something the tweet was like, well, they haven't learned the playbook yet. Like at this point in your career, you haven't learned the playbook, but you got like a Ryan Ragoni playing. Uh, he made a tackle. I, I can't like, uh, you know, open yeah. field tackle. Good for Ragoni, man. That's 100%. Awesome. I, I can't yeah. knock that, you know. Um, what, what's your prediction going into this week? Like what, what do you think about the game? What do you think about, you know, how we're going to perform? And, and what do you think about a score? I just want to ask you that, you know, kind no. of. Well, th- this is this is the most confident I think I've walked into any game this year, right? Like, I think this thing sets up well for us. We walk in with confidence. Uh, you know, they're they're fresh off of a, a couple of losses to Virginia and Virginia Tech. Really, they've lost uh, you know four of the last uh, four of the last six, right? You know, losing to Clemson, Pittsburgh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I mean, they beat North Carolina and uh, and Duke, which everybody's beating Duke right now. But, you know, I I like this Georgia Tech program to, you know, to continue to get a little bit better every year. I think Jeff Collins is a good leader for it. I think Jeff Sims is a pretty good quarterback, right? Uh, But they're just not there yet. And I think the confidence that we have right now is going to is going to propel us to an impressive victory. Right. I think it, you know, I wouldn't maybe go as far as to say a statement victory. Right. Because, you know, it's 
this isn't the kind of team you you make a statement victory over. But I think you can have an impressive win in this game. And you know, I'm I'm picking us by by you know three scores in this one, man. Like I wow. think we're going to run away with it. Yeah. Well, I think the spread's only ten points. I'm um, obviously I think that they're going to win by more than ten. Um, I just I like the way that they're clicking right now, and I like the way that they're 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 playing on offense. Defense still kind of scares me. You know, again, regardless of who we're playing, you still gave up 500 yards passing. Like, I don't care what team you're playing. Like, 500 yards is 500 yards, you know, through the air. And I thought our secondary was supposed to be one of our better, you know, and they weren't little. If if you watched the game on Saturday, a lot of it had to do with crossing routes. Um, You know, they, they killed us on the crossing routes. And I think that's where we have to be better as far as picking up the crossing routes. They did go vertical a couple times. You know, even with the verticals on some of the plays, I noticed there was like a false start that wasn't called. There was a blatant holding call that wasn't called. So I kind of take some of those yards with a grain of salt, right? But at the same time, Tyreek played really well. Um, James played well. Cam is just going to be a complete, you know, lights out baller back there, you know? Let me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. So who do you think when it's all said and done and both have completed their careers here as a, as, as, as a better legacy as a safety, James or Cam? Cam. Uh, so I, I thought you were going to say James. I'm actually in the Cam camp. I'll tell I you think, why. Uh, I'll tell you why. I think Cam is a predominantly safety only to where I think they're going to use James in a whole different role all over okay. the field whether it be in the back, coming up to play the run, whether it be striker, whether it be safety, maybe move him out on a corner. Um, I think Cam is legitimately just playing safety. That's the only reason why I say Cam. But, man, there's just something about the way Cam plays. He plays so smooth and he plays so effortless. free. I just, you know, he, he wraps yeah. up. He tackles. Um, so I, I say Cam. Why, why do yeah. you say Cam? Well, I just, you know, I mean, look, because really a two reasons, right? Number one, he's, he's been a ball hawk in camp, right? Like, you know, we, we knew coming into the season, I think he had like six interceptions or something in fall practice, right? Something like that. You know, and then, you know, also just seeing the way he tackles, he's always in the right position. He plays smart. He plays with effort, right? And not that James isn't any of those guys. I think James, you know, has more boom potential. I think, I think James can be a legend. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think I'd be safer saying that Cam is probably going to have the better career when it's all said and done. But, you know, look, whichever one you pick in that, I think both of them are going to just. You can't be, go wrong. You're going to be, they're both going to be outstanding. Right. And I mean, the future at safety is just like, oh, my goodness. Especially when you consider Avante back there, too. Who, you know, look, all, you know, he's getting, his legs. he's getting his legs back. You know what have, I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you're probably not going to really see what he's going to be able to provide until, you know, maybe the last two, last game, last two games, you know, the bowl game, ACC championship, if we make it right. You know, that's when you're going to really kind of see who, who, who Tay is. But I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. I mean, we could have the best group of safeties in the nation come next year. But then you think about this too, obviously at the corners, um, we just had, we had one decommitment from the corner, uh, Fegans. And I think, I think that was just, you know, again, I think that was that's an Alabama lean all the way. Um, yeah. You know, to me, it's like that's what I understand. Like, don't make these commitments if they're going to be if they're not binding, right? Like, it just doesn't mean anything to me. You know, I'm not sure it's going to happen with uh, with Kamari, um, Rogers, yeah. 
Um, I, th- I, I think know. Kamari's in as as long as as long as the coaching staff stays intact. I think he's in because you know, look, his his dad Marcus is a is a coach there in high school up in Mississippi. Yeah. He's just been really clear about it. He goes, look, and, and you know, I don't blame him, right? Like. You know, there's been a lot of talk about about Manny and his future. So as a as a kid, you know, you don't know if Manny gets fired, who's going to be the next uh, next coach. So I don't blame you for looking and keeping your options open. But I think as long as coaching staff stays intact, Kamari's in, right? So and let's let's talk reason, about that. Doesn't... Let's let's talk about that. I don't think Manny goes anywhere. Look, I, I think he, I, I don't think he does at this point either. <laughs> I mean, uh, so you look at to you, again. I go back to this to the season so far. If you win out, which you should, right? And again, he kind of got murdered. And maybe I shouldn't use that word. Let me rephrase that. He got blasted because of going for the field goal against Virginia instead of trying to punch it in, right? And, and, and I was one of them. I, I said the same thing. Why are we settling for a field goal? Let's just try to win the game, right? Um, and again, you would have won the game on a field goal anyway, but like. You drove down the last two series, just crushing it down the field. You had them on their heels. You should have went for it. But then you know, the next week when you played North Carolina, you try to go for the, for, for the win, and then you, know, you get the interception, right? So he was in a no-win situation no matter how we looked at it. But if you win those two games and you're sitting in 6-2 and two right now, and again, your two losses are to the number two and number three ranked team, nobody's calling for his head. Like nobody's yeah. – you know. so that's, that's why I go back to saying – our fan base is just they're off the charts. Like yeah. let's just well, be you, real. You gotta look at it like this. There's no way that any administration in the nation for any program would look at a coach who and let's say he wins out, right? And some a little bit falls into our favor and we end up in the ACC championship game. You don't fire a 10 win conference champion New Year's six ball winning coach. Like it's not going to happen <laughs> no matter what anybody thinks they know or thinks should yeah. happen or what their opinion is or what any of us have heard have gone on at the program, be a good, bad, or indifferent. It ain't happening. He ain't going nowhere, no matter what. Yeah. Now, administrative side, I still think that's a little bit of difference. And, you know, I mean, look, Blake's been a nice guy every time I've met him and everything, but, you know, like you're, like you're in a results-based position. You know, I but, still but think honestly, but why do you fire an athletic director? Let me ask you this. For what reason? Because there's more than just wins and losses when it comes to an AD. He's not coaching. He's not playing. It goes back to my statement earlier to Michael Pinckney. Like, his job is just to probably put the best people in the best positions in order to help the programs win. You know, right. and I think he has – I think when you look at the coaches, I think Coach L is a little bit past his prime as far as coaching the basketball team. Um, I think Katie Meyer on the women's side does a really good job there. She's um, great. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, you're playing in a, an area that really don't produce a lot of top-notch basketball stars, right? Which, you know, that's just that's just the way it is. There's so much more to do. South Florida is more of a football hotbed than it is a basketball hotbed. Yeah. It's a baseball hotbed. That's why you get a lot of local guys staying and playing at the University of Miami. Yeah. So, I mean, so look, the number one goal that that – an athletic do, athletic director does, or the number one job responsibility is fundraising. Correct. He's putting money in the program. And he actually does a, a pretty good job of that, right? Like we have, you know, we have definitely brought in a lot of money through, uh, through donors and whatnot, right? So, you know, I mean, that's probably your primary goal. But when you look at it also, it's also about the performance and the image of the teams right now. And, you know, we, we brought it up six, seven months ago, right? About, you know, how many times we've been embarrassed under, under his watch, right? And that's but just it's not so so this fact. is where I would debate you though. 
yeah, he's the athletic director, but he's not the head coach of baseball. He's not the no. head coach of football. He's not the head coach of basketball. Again, that's what I'm saying. He's only responsible for putting the right people in the right position in order to, to succeed. And, and if so, like Manny Diaz, right? He didn't think Dan Enos was doing a good job. So he got rid of Dan Enos. He didn't think Blake Baker was doing a good job. So he got rid of Blake Baker. So like internally, I think they're doing the right things. Jim Morris really wasn't succeeding in baseball. They brought in Gina Damari. Like, I don't know how, you know, two years ago, you probably had a team that went to Omaha and probably won the world series pre COVID. Like it yeah, really that so team it, got robbed. I will correct. definitely give you that. So it's just one of those things where I don't think all the blame has to f- fall on an AD. But anyway, look, we got about four minutes. Let me run some games by you because I think there's some good games this week. Speaking of Wake Forest, Wake Forest and UNC, who you got? I got Wake, man. I want Wake to win out, and I want to see him in Charlotte. So I got UNC. I okay. I think you. I think UNC knocks him off their high horse. I think UNC goes in there and says, uh, "I'm going to pull a Lee Corso." Not so fast. Not and so fast, my not friend. Not so fast. So I'm taking UNC, and I and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that UNC is actually favored in that game as well. Um, I will be. Yeah. So that's just you know, but one of those games. it doesn't count as a conference game in that game. Crazy. Correct. As I know. I don't know why. So that weird. Happened. I know. I hate that. So a couple good games, a couple ranked games. We have Auburn and A and M. You know what? I've I've picked on Auburn a few times this year. Correct. And I'm going to stay with that. I'm going to pick Auburn in this game. All right. Well, I'm going to go against you. I'm going A and M. You know, A and M's coming like off this. That. We're head to head, and we're going against it, man. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's it's one of those times where it's you know who knows just just who knows. There's not a lot <laughs> of like great matchups, so I'm going to try to look at some uh, some games here. Obviously, you know, Miami, Georgia Tech, we're both taking Miami there. So, you know, that that's a wash. Um we get, let's uh, let's pick a score though on that one. Miami? Uh I'm going 45-14. You're going 45-14. All right. So you got the three score as as well. Yeah. I was I was gonna go uh 41 to uh to, to 20 here. Okay. A game that I think is gonna be interesting, and I really want to see this game go. I believe it's the Florida State NC State game this week, mm. and I, I'm taking NC State. Um, I think, I think, in, I think Florida State needs to have another loss before we play them. You know, so again, if they end up going, because right now they're three and five, that'd be nice to see them sitting at three and six, kind of like demoralized, and then Miami comes there and just and it spanks that ass. So, yeah. what do you so think? I'm actually, you know what? I don't think I've ever done uh, this on the show. You're I'm not taking Florida State. I am because uh, yeah. because you know what? Look, like I want that game. We're gonna be up there, man. We're gonna be in in the front row of the Miami section, man. Going going bonkers. You know, I want them to be a little confident. I want a Florida State Miami game. Of course, I want to beat them, but I want like you know a a good game, a hard fought game. So you know what? I'm gonna throw FSU the bone this week, and I'm gonna pick them to beat NC State. Okay, well, good, good for you. I'm not doing that. I'll never do that. So, the only way I would pick yeah, like, them man, is you've, you've picked UF before. I, I have, but there's not. I'm not picking Florida State. Who do you like more, UF I, or Florida State? Oh, Florida in a heartbeat. So, oh no, in a, in a millisecond, don't even have to yeah. think about it. I hate yeah. the Gators a hundred times. Bunch of more. bunch of inbreds, bro. I can't deal with that. So, <laughs> but anyway, man. So that's what we got. How many games was that? Uh, that is four. So let me get one more. Michigan, Indiana. 
Oh, dude, Michigan. Okay, I just figured I'd throw it out there because there's not really any other good games. Unless I did like the Alabama-LSU game, which I think that's a joke too. I'll take LSU. Let's do that one. Are you seriously going to take LSU? Yeah, just to keep it fun. Why? Okay. We don't, you know, it doesn't matter. Bam, LSU. You know, here, Bam, here on the Kang gang, you know, obviously we're wrapping up. And, you know, I, I just I just want to say, you know, um, my condolences to the individual who lost her life the other day on a, on a senseless, careless, you know, tragedy. And I'm just going to leave it at that because we got to go to end the show in 10 seconds, unless you want to throw something really quick. No, I just agree with you on that. Yeah, it's man. crazy. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week on the Kang Gang Radio Show. We're here on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. Peace! Kang Gang! The views and opinions expressed on Kang Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.